by staying at home. We are doing contribution to the city, to the country. I've been to Wuhan only once, yet for obvious reasons over the past couple of weeks I think of little else but this city and its extraordinary people. I reached out to some friends to help find me someone to speak to in Wuhan and I was put in touch with Lina, a teacher in Wuhan. The millions of people of this city remain in a lockdown. So what does lockdown in Wuhan really mean and what were some of the human challenges she faced? My name is Lina. I was shocked to hear the news that the city it was locked down. When you talk about living like this for the last two months, do you live on your own or do you live with family as well? I'm very happy. I, I stay at my own apartment uh, with my daughter and husband. And um, my parents live a couple blocks away from, from here. I considered myself as um, one of the luckiest group of people here in Wuhan. Besides grateful, I don't know what I can say about it. Just tell us why you are grateful, because you've used that word a couple of times. What makes you feel thankful? Lockdown has never happened in throughout the whole history here. And um, it's very difficult, as you said, as you mentioned. Um, it's not easy. However, for now till now, like I said, um, first of all, me and my family and uh, the people I know, they're safe and healthy. Uh, even if I heard someone got sick, they're not in a critical condition um, and they're in a minor uh, minor situation. So uh, they have been taken care of. The healthy people are survivors. So I'm being grateful for being a survivor. I haven't been uh, visit my father for more than two months. Uh, I'm just uh, thinking about him and I try to, because it's really lockdown situation and it's a limited, uh, we can't go outside. I We chat him every day in the morning and I uh, turn on the video to contact with him to see if she, he can cook meals for herself for himself because my mom went out uh, on a trip with my uncle's family so that's the biggest worry at the very beginning because my father stay at home by himself so your mother is mother... still outside yes. of hubei yes is she in china she was... or is she elsewhere china. she's um, in china yes and um that's that's the biggest concern that ah. I am thinking about so uh, at the beginning. Your father's on his own at home. Yes. Because yes. of timing, your mother happened to be away when the lockdown occurred. And so he's totally by himself for these two months. Yes. He is 68 years old this so he, year. So he is yeah. in a high risk yeah. group itself. Yes. Yes. So that's, we, that's what I was yeah, what we know about. from the early data is that people over the age of 60 are more vulnerable, people with pre-existing conditions, people, for example, uh, uh, who smoke, yes. and of course, uh, men uh, appear to be more susceptible than women for a number of gender-associated reasons. And so your father, has he not stepped out 
basically for two months out of his home. Uh, no, he hasn't. At all. That's So he gets his all. food through online delivery and you're able to help him with that, of course. And also some yes. of his neighbors might be able to go to the supermarket, buy some extra food for him and drop it off at his door. Okay, yeah. now I understand why you are so grateful. And uh, and this really puts it into context. I, I, I would worry, and I worry about your father now as well. Where is your mother now? Is she well taken care of? And is there any idea as to when this lockdown may tail off? My mother went on a trip with my uncle to visit uh, his Hainan home. Uh, it's supposed to be a very happy trip, uh, but just a day's days before they even arrive, uh, this virus situation is getting really, was getting really serious. So when they arrived, they stay in their apartment uh, for like 14 days self-quarantine. But luckily, my mother said neighbors, people are known, uh, totally strangers. They they know that this um, family they came from Wuhan and they stay at home because they don't want to contact with any other before they know they are totally healthy. So they send food and vegetable to leave on the doorstep um, to 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 leave a note, small notes to say uh, thank you for not being go uh, come out and um, we'll together with you. We're trying to we're helping. We'll get food and vegetable to to help you get through this 14 days of quarantine. So I'm also very grateful for the people out there in the Hainan uh, province. They they are not, uh, they're friendly to my mom and my uncle to help them to get through. Well, just for yes. our audience, we'll just tell everybody that Hainan is this beautiful uh, island province. Yes. Um, it's a tropical climate. Uh, some people, if they're fortunate enough, like your uncle, have a holiday home over there. Tell us exactly what lockdown means and what it feels like. Uh, at the beginning, on the January 23rd, um, the cities told us um, there was no private car can go on the street. That means no no personal uh, public transportation because the public transportation has already shut down for days. But later, few days later, very soon, uh, we were told that please stay at home. Do not go outside completely. Uh, do not go downstairs. Or if you live in a small community, you, you do not hang around. Um, in the garden or the public shared uh, common places. And um, we're kind of worried because we need to go out to get food. Why I kept saying that um, uh, thanks everybody and uh, thanks the situation because um, even at the most difficult time, I can go downstairs to get groceries from a small convenience store. And their supply is um, some at the beginning, not so much, but they try their best to keep the supply coming. And um, lockdown later means, especially when there is um, like a building, if they have one suspected case, 
or uh, confirmed patient, the whole building will be completely locked down. You cannot go out to get groceries. Somebody will um, bring food door to door to lift the food and uh, the things that is uh, especially some um, people will need uh, medical care. So that's um, if there medicine. was a yeah. confirmed case in that building. Yes. So yes. no transport, public transport, no trains, no buses, no nothing in and out the city, nothing working within the city, no private cars allowed on the road. So you are completely, if you don't have feet, you can't move. And then if you're inside a building where there is a confirmed case the whole building goes into total lockdown no one can go out to buy their groceries someone comes to you to supply and as you said very important not just food and water but particularly medicine all of us have our health needs whether there's an outbreak or not but even if there was no confirmed case am i correct to say that it was only once every few days one member per household can go outside to buy groceries. Yes, that's true. And once, yeah. once every how many days? Once every four days, is that right? Uh, three. Once every three days. I have to mention that uh, this is um, the guideline. This is um, the government and the community trying to separate people from getting together. The most effective way from people getting together. And... Um, but uh, even before days before this strict order, and I think I haven't left home since uh, January twentieth. You yourself? When I, yes. You have not left your home since January twentieth. Because I heard um, I heard the news of this virus thing, and I realized this must be very, something very serious, and um. I have a, ten, a nine-year-old daughter, so I, I think the wise way to stay safe is to minimize um, the opportunity to go out. So um, I, I try to stay at home as much as possible, and um, my husband will go out if necessary to get groceries. At the beginning, it, it was difficult, not too much thing, too many stuff to buy. We just get a basic uh, supplies, but now it's the situation is becoming much better because and, the help's getting. And when was the last time your father left his home? Uh, let me think. Could be at the beginning of the lockdown. Yes. So your father at least has not been out since January 23rd either. Okay, that means his doctor's appointments, everything has been cancelled. Do you worry, apart from him being able to cook every day, do you worry about his physical health needs and do you worry about all of your emotional health needs as well, your mental health needs? Yeah, that's that's another part (laughs) I I want to mention. Um, At the beginning, I, I... I have to admit that uh, there must be some mood swings throughout the whole time because I'm, I'm worried about him and I have to kept to remind him because I heard news that some, sometime older people get stubborn to 
think it's not that serious, so I may go out to get the things I need. So I kept tell, kept telling him, please do not go outside. It's dangerous. It's very you are very vulnerable uh, at this time towards this virus. And I kept telling him, so he forced kind of forced him to uh, keep me update about what his uh, physical condition like. Uh, body temperature, and um, do you need anything? And I, I, I send my daughter to talk to, send him voice messages, and to talk to him from time to time because um, that will be a very good, comforting for him to hear to hear us, to listen to our voice, and I um, for for us. We don't need to go out to face this battle. I have to say this is a counter counter attacked battle for the virus. I, 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 I'm lucky enough don't need to go outside to face this in the front line. But the only thing I can do is just stay at home to uh, do not get affected. That's what I, I really think about. Because if if I got sick, I probably won't have um, won't be very dangerous because I'm uh, I I'm healthy and young enough. I can maybe get over it, but it's a heavy burden for the whole society. For my family, people will get worried, so I don't go outside, and I share my understanding with my father, with my mom, because uh, there was one time my mom trying to come back. She said, she asked the situation here and say, oh, when do you think I can come back? I told, I told her, please wait, just stay there. We are not for sure how long this um, serious situation will go on. So you just stay at the place you are, stay safe and healthy. And we are doing the same same thing here. And um, we do not want to add burden to anybody. Because um, when, when I get uh, sad, because people are not totally isolated from the society. We have internet, we have news coming in every day. And we actually hear sad stories. A lot of people lost their family members through this through this outbreak and it's not an easy thing to process especially emotionally and um i think the reason i can stabilize my mental uh and my mind is um i know there are like hundreds and thousands of people out there they are doing their job like doctors, nurses, house workers, and the police officers, delivery person, and um, even uh, some uh, people who, oh, sorry, and um, community workers, they haven't returned home, like for keep on working for months. That must be more, much more difficult than my life here. The only thing I can do is just 
hold on together. And um, because my friends out there working, I have friends working as a police officer, uh, working in a hospital, in a community. They give me the information that stay at home, stay safe. So I do the same. And I think millions of people share the same understanding with me. We're doing this together. Even if we're not fighting in front of the first front line, we're still fighting this battle. So um, I try to understand that. And I that's also the things, the story I told my daughter. We're doing contribution to the city, to the country by staying at home. Because owning when we all healthy, stay healthy, the people out there sacrifice their family time, rest, they can finish their work sooner to help more people get better. And um, they're protecting us, they're protecting the city. So we should do the same. And the only thing we can do is just stay at home. You say that you're doing this also for the country. I don't know if you know, but a lot of people outside, they describe China's measures as draconian, meaning excessively harsh and severe. You don't agree with that? You're, you're shaking your head. I don't. I, there was nobody force us to stay at home. Actually, as, as far as I know, as far as I feel, because there was nobody come door to door to warn us to do anything. They just give us guidelines. They suggest us, and we understand it quite clearly that it's the only way. Almost every friend's acquaintances, we're sharing the same idea. Please stay at home. This is helping the city get better. Wuhan is now very well known around the world because of this outbreak, because it was uh, the first epicenter, and of course now that's moved over to Europe. What was Wuhan like before all this, and what would you tell the world about Wuhan? It's huge. It has totally three different towns and um, several different outer, outer barrels. And um, we people are quite straightforward. Um, that I remember. I remember that very much. <laughs> They're very direct. Yeah, and um, very people talking loud. And, I didn't um, know that. I didn't know that. Okay. <laughs> and um, and I, I, being a Wuhanese, I also complained about a lot about the city how noisy it is, how bumper to bumper traffic, how, how, how hard it is to get around. But now I, I can be never be more proud of this country, uh, the city. And I can, can not be more proud of the people who I used to complain, how noisy, how blunt they are they are the same people who voluntarily i have to say that it's voluntarily 
stay at home. I can't wait for the day when we speak again, hopefully when you tell me that you stepped out into the sun and you can feel the air on your face and the day that you and your daughter and your husband can touch your father again. Yes, <laughs> yes. And I'm looking forward to that too. And your mum as well. And your uncle. Yes, I know. Just to say one thing yes. to the people who may, like you mentioned, in the Europe or the North America, I hope to tell the people there, um, please listen and follow the guideline. It's, it's good for your own health and it's also good for other people around you. We, you are not alone. We can get through this and you can do too. Do not panic. It's, it's not something we cannot conquer. It's, it's something we can fight together and get it over with. And we, all of us will get well soon. And likewise, you are not alone as well. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The China Current continues its special coverage on the coronavirus outbreak. Go to our social media, at The China Current, and our website for interviews, videos, and podcasts. I'm James Chow. Thank you.